welcome to season one, episode, I think it's nine by now, of the Jesse Castro Experiment. I'm doing this podcast with a mask, so I probably sound a little bit funny. I typically don't wear a mask. In fact, I'm going to get my hair cut and I have to be at the stand outside, actually, just to wait to get somebody in. So they have all these rules. Um, I don't typically wear a mask. I don't typically wear gloves. But you have to respect what other people are doing. And so I purposely have this mask on so that that uh, I can go in here and get my hair cut. My hair is a mess. It's been, I don't know, two months, something like that, since I had it cut. And my hair grows so fast, it's crazy. I'm gonna take a picture and I'll post it on my, uh, I don't know, I'll post it in somewhere, probably on my YouTube channel, which by the way, have you signed up for my YouTube channel? If you haven't, you need to. So I'm gonna go through this process. I'll even go, I'm gonna stop this periodically so that you can see, I'll take some pictures as I'm getting my hair cut and show you what we have to do now. And I hope this does not become the new normal, especially in a place like this. This is a, a little salon. It's a building that has a whole bunch of little shops inside. And you can only have one person in each place at a time. I'm gonna take a picture of the door. It says practice social distancing at all times. Please stay six feet apart. I get it. Please wear a face covering at all times. Let's keep each other safe. I get it. Please wash your hands for 20 seconds. Please wait outside for your appointment. Limiting the number of people inside keeps us all safer. Okay, so we'll go ahead and we'll do this and make sure that uh, I'm staying safe, make sure that everybody else inside is staying safe. And hopefully we beat this problem because it's a problem, it's a problem on both sides. And like I said, I don't typically wear masks and I feel funny in this thing, I can, I can tell you, my glasses are fogging up, I, I don't, I've never wore one, so my glasses are fogging up and it's kind of frustrating, but you gotta do what you gotta do. So as I'm standing here watching this, they're actually cleaning all the door handles and scrubbing everything down, which, which is good. But how much of this, I wonder, is going to have a detrimental effect? What ends up happening if everybody wears masks and everybody wears gloves and we start to use this hand sanitizer so much, does that have an effect? Just a question. I'm sure it does, so see? we'll find out and we'll see okay. here in just a little bit. Okay. Thank well, here I have to go in. This is Rosa. Hi, Rosa. So I'm going in now, going to get my hair cut. I'll take a couple of pictures and then we'll continue uh, with the podcast. But I'm also going to talk about, talk to people coming in. I just want to hear what their experience is and what this, diff, what this is doing to them what they have to do, what effect it has on their lifestyle, uh, if at all, if, if any. Uh, I'm fortunate that I have some, some really good people around me and I was able to get these masks because as most of you know, I don't wear them. But I'll be respectful just uh, uh, like everybody else will. Well, I just finished the uh, haircut. So now my hair is nice and close. I got my mask back on. I didn't have to wear the mask inside. Rosa had her mask on, but I didn't have to have mine on. Uh, my wife should be here with the kids here in just a little bit, so we'll see what happens. Next person that comes up, though, I'm going to ask them if they'll talk to me and just kind of get their perspective on what this change is going to mean for them and uh, what, what they think. And I'll get a few different people if they'll talk to me. I'll do that here in a bit. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm standing out here and I'm seeing more and more people come by and walk in. And they actually have to come and get you at the front door. So the next person that comes in, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to them and just ask them, how what this has done for them in their life and how this transition is is affecting what they do every day 
It's going to affect all of us in some way, shape, or form. For me, it's frustrating because I don't like putting on the mask. But that's uh, just how it's going to be for a little while. And I'll respect that. But when I'm outside and I'm doing things by myself, I'm, I'm not doing that. So. Okay, guys, I'm back with Candace and Cheryl. And I just want to find out how this is affecting you. I know, so I'm, I'm one that doesn't wear face masks and everybody knows that. Yeah. But I'm also very respectful of people who do. Same. And I think that, that you know, when I was growing up, we used to be able to argue about something and you could argue a lot agree but you exactly agree but you agree to disagree right mm -hmm. and you come back and everything is okay how is this affecting you especially being one of the business owners in this establishment here you have to have a mask on right how does that affect you with your clients so with the uh with the face mask you have to wear it in the common areas and that's a given um, but in my salon i don't unless my client chooses to or needs me to, and then I have no problem because I'm here to make my clients comfortable. But I'm a huge uh, believer in you need germs in order to fight off bad germs. And with all the sanitation and all of the isolation, everyone's immunity is going down, so you're more susceptible to anything. You know, not just COVID, but everything else. I completely agree with that. I said the same thing. I said it on my last podcast. I talked about what happens when we do this too much if we keep using hand sanitizers if we keep covering up right. is there going to be an adverse effect on us later on because right. of it well if you think about it if you look at uh the like really populated cities like china like face masks are their way of life it's not just because of an outbreak or anything like that they wear it all the time and they had one of the biggest outbreaks so face masks aren't really it's a i feel like it's a band-aid for people like you know when a toddler bangs his knee they ask for a band-aid it's not because they need one it's just to make them feel better and safer yeah that's funny because i said earlier i made a joke uh somebody said they were going to put their face masks on so that they can make sure they don't get the virus and i said well i'm going to put up a chain link fence so i don't get bit by mosquitoes right because if everybody isn't doing it it doesn't seem to have the same effect right do you agree with that and, and they did say that it doesn't prevent you from getting the virus it prevents you from giving it to someone right yeah so I don't know you know I just like like she said same thing um, same way and there's a lot of doctors out there right now scientists that are saying the same thing but they're being taken off all the social media right. because of what they're saying and what they're saying makes a lot of sense so yeah I, I'm, I'm in agreement with the I don't it's wear face masks unless I have it's... to Mm -hmm. so it's the new norm and yeah. it's just something you have to get used to and wait until it's over the one thing that i'm afraid of i'm a single mom of three kids and i support my grandmother and i was out of work for six weeks and i'm self-employed thankfully i have clients that are you know very supportive and you know i was able to survive but a lot of other businesses weren't and i have friends that weren't able to and have no place to live now or lost their cars or can't pay their bills and it scares me that something like this that didn't have such a, a a death rate or anything like that as things that we've had in the past like what happens the next time something like this happens are we doing this all over again is this something i have to prepare for so yeah that's a very good point and i've said that multiple times i mean we have to be better prepared for these kind of things they talked about this five years ago so bill gates you know the inventor of microsoft had mentioned that he had said something to the president five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't that make you think a little bit? How no. did he know? 
what makes me think is I watched a thing on Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci and all them, and they are working with uh, the Chinese right. to put this vaccine together. Right. And now, of course, we're concerned that they're stealing our patents, you know, and it, it, it just it worries me it from the business side It all boils down to mm -hmm. money in some way. Yeah. It, it all comes down to money in some way. And then even if you have, like, people not vaccinating their children or themselves is becoming more and more popular every day. I don't, I'm in, I'm a full-time nursing student on top of this. So I definitely believe in vaccines and I'm going to do it. My kids are going to do it. But everyone else, like, it's kind of like the face mask. If not everyone wears it. It's not as effective. So whether if we get a... Uh, a vaccine or not, how effective is it, is it going to be? Because everyone's too scared of it, or they don't believe in it. Right. So it just goes back and forth. And I don't even know if I would do the uh, the vaccine. And the reason being is I've heard. I mean, these are uh, you know sometimes conspiracy theories, right. but I some of them I do believe. But they even said with that uh, test, they would. Well, I guess what Bill Gates and them were talking about that 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 test for this vaccine would also have some kind of chip that. That, that they you went somewhere, okay, and um, they needed to know your medical history. Right. It's right there. And well, I don't want anybody knowing anything. That's fine know? and all. Like uh, what? Like uh -huh. what? Even if that is a thing, whatever. But I mean, you're holding a tracking device in your hand while you record me. I have mine in my hand. You have yours in your purse. You know, it's like the a few months ago when people were doing that face thing where mm -hmm. it makes you old. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm not gonna put my face in the system for people. I'm like. It's called a driver's license. Like right. you mm -hmm. still already have these things. It's just something new, and because it's new, it's scary. Well, the thing about this vaccine is that this this is not only a tracking device. It's also so that they can, you know, you go to anywhere and they can they can scan it and know. Like it just seems like I don't want that kind of thing in, in me. You know. Right. Well, here's why I agree with you 100 percent. Because there's a rule out there. There's a there's a there's something called HIPAA. Right. Oh, I know HIPAA. And, I'm an insurance agent and not an HR person. Yeah, yep. because of HIPAA, you don't have access and shouldn't have access to my medical records, and I shouldn't have access to your medical That's records. Right. That is against the law. Right. And so until we can understand those things, I think we start to lose ourselves in what we're doing. So you talked earlier about the facial recognition. What you have to understand about those, and I'm going to tell you that from an IT perspective now, okay? What you have to understand about those kind of applications is they're really cool. They make you look look funny. They make you think that this is what you might look like. Right. But they are truly a gimmick to get that information from you. Right. Because nowadays, the person with the most information wins. Right. That's why Facebook is such a big deal. Right. That's why uh, YouTube is such a big deal. When these places go out and buy this stuff, let me give you a perfect example. When somebody goes out and buys YouTube, right, like Google did, Google bought YouTube for billions of dollars. Don't you think that Google can create YouTube on their own? Right. Absolutely. But you know what they were buying? All the all the all customer the list. Or, yeah. That's right. Because that's what's important here. Mm -hmm. So you have to take those things and really break that down to understand exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. And for me, I agree with you. Now, this may be a difference in age. Right. This, so people that are younger, like you are, may may say oh it's okay it's already out there and that's true it is out there but people that are probably closer to our age says ah uh, no 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 well i i totally agree with that and and everything i guess i 
kind of take a more positive approach to things. Mm -hmm. So like with the tracking device and the vaccine, as a nursing student, if I'm, I want to be an ER nurse. So if you come in incapacitated That's and I have exactly. no medical history on you, that is I'm going to get it anyways. So how convenient would it be for me to scan your arm or wherever the hell this thing is and be like, oh, okay, this person's also diabetic. This person has a blood disease. This person has AIDS. Like there's You're absolutely things right like in that. that. If it's being used for that purpose, right, I just also, don't believe. No, you can't, that, you can't ever trust that. So. Yeah. And if things were, if the intent was to use it for what it was originally designed for, right. we wouldn't have problems with social security systems right now. Right. So that's that's the whole thing. There's always going to be someone that cheats the system in some way. I mean, and or finds the loophole or takes the easy way out. I mean, I have clients that were retail managers or in retail and I'm like, how are you here affording your hair appointment right now? And they're like, oh, I'm making more on unemployment right now than I do when I actually that's work. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, if there's a, an advantage in the system or if there's a way to take advantage of anything, people are going to do it. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to have the safeguards in place prior. Yeah. It's the worst there's, case scenario. There's so. truth to that. Now, thank you guys for standing out here and getting some vitamin D with me. <laughs> Can you say your name again? Candace. Candace? Cheryl. And Cheryl. Cheryl, Candace, thank you so much. Check out the Jesse Castro experiment. Okay. It's on all of the different podcasts. So it's on uh, Spotify, on Google, yeah, Spotify. on mm -hmm. Anchor, all of those. Okay. So Jesse, Jesse Castro? the Jesse Castro experiment. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Right. You'll hear it soon. Thank Thanks. you. Okay. Take care.